Welcome to Mattelia is Confused. This is Mattelia, a.k.a. M. Diesel, and I guess it's been a week. I guess it's been a week. Has it been a week? That's not possible, is it? It feels like a fucking decade since my last episode. But I guess, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a week. Okay, so we had an election for president of the United States. And wouldn't you know, it wasn't normal. Wouldn't you know it was fucking crazy as fuck. And before I get into that, wouldn't you know, I'm recording this episode from a bed, from a laying position in a bed, in a weird hotel, in Montana, which is freezing and snowing like a motherfucker. This is where I spent election day. Uh, as you know, if you listen to the show, I have been in Montana doing a movie. I came out of of my acting retirement and that's what I'm doing here. And it made for a really weird election day. I usually just watch and bite my nails from home. This time it was, I was actually working on election night. So I was not really able to do that. And, uh, it was fucking maddening. It was maddening. Uh, just like hitting fucking reload, refresh, refresh, reload all the time. And also having to work. But you know what? I can do two things at once. And I did. And we didn't know who was president at the end of the first night. We didn't know who was president at the end of the second night. We didn't know who was president at the end of the third night. And then finally, yesterday, it was, quote, called by all the major networks. And the result was... Joe Biden defeated Donald Trump. So Donald Trump will be a one-term president. And that's hard to believe. And as I said in my last episode before the election, that whoever wins, if that's who you wanted to win... If, if who you wanted to win wins, don't be a fucking asshole out loud to people who wanted the other person to win. And I said, as, I said it as people in your life. And that's what I meant. But I would also, under that umbrella, I would add strangers too. Don't be a fucking asshole. I would be saying this if Trump won too. You feel aggrieved. You feel like Trump people were assholes to you. Okay, that's that's fine. But don't also be an asshole for just that reason. The only good reason to be an asshole is if you are an asshole already. Then you're out of reach and you're going to... Assholes going to be assholes, you know? But assuming you have it in you to not be an asshole, why don't you try not being an asshole? I'm not saying don't be happy. Be fucking way happy. I saw the celebrations in the streets. Obviously, there weren't those in Montana. There was a different reaction in Montana. In fact, on election, uh, on the night, let's see, whenever it was that Biden was coming back and it was clear that he was going to come back and end up having more votes because there were this, uh, many states were counting mail-ins after day of voters which isn't hard to understand but some people have a hard time understanding that i'll get that i'll get into that later but that night 
I was outside in, in, of my hotel and I heard, overheard some locals talking. And it was, the, it was an amazing conversation. And the part that I want to relay to you is not the entire conversation because I don't remember it, but the part that I do remember was one of the guys saying to the other guy that it was rigged and it was election fraud and it was clear he was just watching some like crazy right-wing YouTube show. Uh, and that uh, the exact quote that he had was, that's, that's what we're dealing with though, vindictive turds. Vindictive turds. I couldn't, I guess I couldn't and wouldn't write that. That's how unbelievable that is. It's unbelievable that someone would say that. And it's bad writing too. Um, vindictive turds, man. That's, that's what's going on. And, and I know there's a lot of uh, talk on right-wing social media, especially, um, and right-wing media in general, but uh, that it, it, it was rigged. Least surprising thing ever, but they're saying it was rigged. And um, I'll get into that later too. But what I was saying before about being an asshole. You can celebrate. I saw the celebrations in the street. That was, I wanted Biden to win. That made me happy. Especially when I saw it was all fucking glee and there was no like, it's not like when a sports team wins and, and, and you go out in the streets and some, for some reason riot in your own city. This was like an outpouring of jubilation of uh, not having to have Donald Trump as their president. A sentiment which I share. But there's a fine line between celebrating and being an asshole. In the celebrating, under the celebrating banner, I would include jokes. You got to have fun whether you win or lose. Otherwise, you're not living right, you know? So I've seen a lot, a lot, a lot of like joke videos and GIFs, not GIFs, but like viral videos, I guess. Including this shit. And the fact that this is going to go down as the signature Trump anthem because it's basically written in, in stone now. This is just synonymous now with fucking MAGA. The sort of most certifiably gay song in history now. Jerkin. Jerkin to guys when I used to do my rallies when I was running for re-election and I love to jerk on two dicks you can tell when I'm at my rallies because I am jerking to guys it's the only thing that I ever do I just jerk 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 to guys it is very cool I just like to jerk to guys ah <sighs> And that's not gloating. That's just having some fun, okay? It's like the most... Uh, I mean, uh, uh, a lot... So many of you have been sending me... Sending me... Other people who've made that joke. Because last episode I was talking about how... It looks like Don... Jerks two guys when he dances. It's like his only dance move. He just jerks two guys. He does the two fist pumps back and forth. One, two, one, two. One dick, two dick, one dick, two dick. And it just looks like he's jerking... Uh, invisible dicks, you know. And in the in, since that episode was released, a lot of that ha, it's like been a memed thing, and um, people, so many of you actually have sent like links of other people making that joke and other versions of that joke to me, being like, "Oh, they must have listened to your episode. They must have fucking." stolen the joke from you and, and 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 i don't i don't i know a lot of people get mad in general about about that kind of thing uh, but i'm not a comedian uh and i've never had that bone in my body where i'm like hypersensitive to that that's first of all second of all 
I don't think that's what happened, and here's why. To make that joke, all you need is eyes. The only thing you need is eyes that are connected to a working brain. Because if you see it, if you've ever seen it, and I'm sure by now you definitely have, because it's viral as fuck. This shit is like, if you have any like liberal or left-leaning friends, or even, I'm sure everyone else has seen it too. It's just like every other thing I click on, on when I go on Twitter, which is rare, but even, no, more so even on Instagram, because it's a more visual platform. It's just like constant jokes about how he's jerking two dicks. Sometimes it's ghost dicks, sometimes it's invisible dicks, sometimes there's like animated dicks that are like drawn in to make it look like he's actually jerking them off. So I, I take no ownership of that joke. Not because I didn't come up with the first. I don't even know if I came up with the first. I doubt I did. But even if I did, that wouldn't matter because it just looks like he's jerking off two dicks. It's I can't take ownership of a thing that is just a fact of life. Uh, an observation of a fact of life. You know, it's not... That's not mine, you know? That joke is for the world because he's ma- basically Trump is making the joke. All we're doing is saying it. And it's just like fucking jerking to dicks. Um, I guess we're not going to be seeing that any, anymore, though. It, it, it is weird. I, I mean, there's so much to talk about the last few days and how it happened and what happened. But the basic gist is this. It took a long time, as it actually always does, to count the votes. But this time it took even longer because mail-in voting was much more widespread this year because of the fucking pandemic. And because Republicans have been told that that's a hoax, they tend to be less afraid of getting it because they're more likely to not believe it, that it's a threat. So just as every single person predicted, more Republicans voted in person, and more Democrats who have been told to believe that it is a very dangerous pandemic, decided to forego in-person voting and do mail-in voting. And so more mail-in votes were expected to skew democrat both of those things ended up being absolutely true and some states did it differently some states had um counted their in-person ballots first some people counted their mail-in ballots and absentee ballots first but i I, i'm pretty sure most of them counted the mail-in later because on they don't start counting until election day and then on election day, the voting starts. So I think it, uh, the way I th- think of it naturally is you, ca- you tabulate the in-person votes first. Then at the end of the day, after the, all of the mail has come in and hit the deadline or whatever, every state has like a different deadline. Some states, it has to be in by 8 p.m. on election day. Some states, it has to be uh, postmarked by election day. Depends on where you are. Um. But anyway, that's how many states did it. Some states did it the other way, counted mail-in first, as the in-person votes were being tabulated, whatever. Tabulated, you know? What's up with... uh, Also, there's like words that are just reserved for election day. I was watching CNN a couple days ago when like some of like the final votes were some final areas were coming in. And and they kept calling them uh, tranches of votes. You'll never fucking ever hear the word tranche. Ever. But it was being said 3,000 fucking times on CNN. Sometimes words will just like absolutely come out of nowhere and then become a word that people remember and then suddenly everyone uses like trench now or fucking collusion. No one knew what collusion meant before the Russia shit. 
the Russia investigation? But anyway, so on election day, as you, if you were watching, uh, if you were paying attention as votes came in, many states and the swing states were the ones that everyone was paying attention to, uh, Ohio, Pennsylvania, uh, Arizona, Nevada, and surprisingly, Georgia. A lot of those states, or no, all of those states, except I guess Arizona, um, one of the candidates took a big lead early on because of that, what I was just saying, some states count mail-in, some states count in-person first. And, 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 and uh, in Pennsylvania and Georgia, particularly, Trump took big, big, big leads early on election day. And in Ohio, Biden took a big, big, big lead early. Because in Ohio, they count the mail-in ballots first, I guess, which heavily leaned Biden. And early on in the night, or in the, I don't even know if it was the night, I guess, yeah, by, by the first day, we knew who won Ohio. And by the end of the night, Trump, as they started counting in-person ballots, Trump pulled ahead, healthily. And he won Ohio by a considerable amount. But early on, I was like, holy shit, Biden might win Ohio? That doesn't even make sense. That lead evaporated, whatever, and my hopes were dashed. However, the other thing happened in Pennsylvania and Georgia and North Carolina. Um, oh, also, Arizona counts in person first. No, no, counts mail in first. I'm sorry. Arizona's like Ohio. It's so confusing. But. Then over the next couple of days, as voting continued, mail-in ballots were counted, verified, all that shit. With observers and everything, one Democrat, one Republican observer, making sure the vote was counted properly. Um, mail-in ballots so heavily skewed towards Biden in Pennsylvania, especially, that he ended up winning Pennsylvania. And that's what ended up letting the media call it for him. Because Pennsylvania was a big, big, big state. Trump won it in 2016, Biden flipped it, Biden flipped Michigan, Biden flipped uh, Wisconsin, Biden flipped Pennsylvania, looks like Biden flipped Arizona, and so he won. And that's it. Now, because of that, everything I just said being true, Trump, as everyone had predicted, he announced that he won, even though he hadn't yet. And didn't <laughs> and then obviously biden wins and now the stage that was set in the last several months donald trump's claims of voter fraud and mail-in bat ballots being i don't even really know honestly uh illegal somehow he's saying that he actually won the election even though every media outlet, including Fox News, has declared Joe Biden the winner. And now every fucking Republican crazy person, not every Republican, but every Republican crazy person is insisting that the media is full of shit and there's been widespread voter fraud and, oh, just wait, just wait, Trump really won this. Okay? Just wait. Wait for what? Voter fraud. Well, what was the voter fraud? It was real voter fraud. Well, what was the real voter fraud? It was a real Democrat facilitated Joe Biden ballots pre-made illegally. Oh, who did that? It was done. Where? everywhere that it mattered huh there's just no meat on the bone no matter where you look who you ask there's no fucking evidence of it anywhere if there's evidence of it obviously that's fucked up but there is none so okay if there's voter fraud 
fix it. Make sure that people are punished for it and make sure those votes don't count. But hey, there's no voter fraud so far. So hey, Joe Biden won. And also what's with all those people being like, the media doesn't call elections. That's not who calls elections. Oh, what about all of the rest of my other part of my previous life when the media always called elections and was always right? And some of you motherfuckers are going to be like, well, what about when they called uh, Florida for Al Gore in 2000? Yeah, that was for like two hours, dude. Literally two hours. So that just sort of sets the stage for everything I'm going to talk about the rest of the episode, which is going to be people who are insisting that Donald Trump really won. Now, look, I totally get it. I totally get how that feels. You have in 2016, it wasn't exactly an incumbent but it was basically Clinton was an ex- seen as very much an extension of Obama. And it seemed like she was just going to win. And I think that was the what everyone thought. And I think at least everyone on the left thought. And everyone on the right this time thought Trump was going to win. He didn't, though. And so I can relate because four years ago, the same fucking thing happened to me. And I was, I don't really remember, but I think I was, I was drawn to believing that there was some like, I mean, well, collusion and trenches and trenches of votes had come in somehow in a way that, um, weren't like illegal voter fraud, but I thought there was some kind of foreign interference that tilted the election towards Trump and there's a lot of documentation of that but but you know it doesn't undo the result of the election even if that was true he won you would just be looking at well how did that happen what happened and there was tons tons written about that for the whole time for trump's whole term so i totally and i totally was like voraciously reading all that shit because I wanted it to be true. I wanted there to be a reality that Trump didn't win or that his win was either illegitimate or less legitimate than it seemed because he won like 306 to 232 electoral votes by very slim margins in many swing states, but the electoral vote total looked like a landslide. Now, Here's a part that is wild, but true. If every state, if the way it looks now is the way it finishes, meaning if Nevada and Arizona uh, and Georgia stay in Biden's column, which they all are, he doesn't need any of those states because now he won Pennsylvania by like quite a bit, actually. But if all those leads of Biden's hold, the final electoral map score will be 306 for Biden and 232 for Trump. Literally the exact same thing, the exact same score that Trump won by. So let me repeat, I fucking get it. Meanwhile, that exact score wasn't set in stone until at least two weeks after the 2016 election because Michigan took two weeks to finalize their count. They had already projected that Trump won, but it wasn't official until the count stopped and he ended up winning by like 20,000 votes in Michigan. What my point is multi-layered. Counts do take a long fucking time to finish. Why? Because this shit fucking matters. Even if you already know who won, you don't just throw out the rest of the ballots. You count every single fucking one. The ones that come in late, the, come in, the ones that come in from the military overseas, the ones that were fucking absentee for one reason or another. Provisionals, sometimes there's confusion and you have to do a provisional ballot on the day. I've done it. 
They don't have your name at your polling station. You got to do a provisional one, then follow up and make sure it was fucking counted. There's a bunch of fucking ways that it can take a long time past election day for a vote to count, be counted. That is not irregular. But what we're dealing with, with people who are refusing to accept the results of the election, are people who don't want the results of the election to be true. Again, something I can relate to happened to me four years ago. I feel no glee toward my fucking to my to my kin, my fucking election depression kin. Just because the roles have been reversed doesn't mean I'm like, ha ha, now you get to taste shit. No, man. I'm like, yeah, dude, that fucking sucks. I remember. The utter batshitness, though, of the batshit insistence on, on the part of these people who are insisting that there's voter fraud when there's no evidence of that. Anywhere is weird. I can relate to the underlying feeling of you wanted your candidate to win and it didn't happen. But Biden won, you know? And now fucking people on the right, because Fox even obviously confirmed it with the rest of the major news outlets, they're like, don't trust Fox. Don't trust fucking National Review. Only trust like these super fringe places that are hyper-partisan. Explicitly. They don't even pretend like Fox and CNN. But in, in this denial... There's been the weirdest reaction from many factions in the far right. And really, honestly, many prominent fucking politicians. Like fucking Lindsey Graham, who won handily, again. How anybody could vote for that motherfucker is crazy to me. But there's been fucking just some real deal crazy shit. My man... My man, my man, Kenneth Copeland has been fucking all over it, dude. Who remembers Kenneth Copeland? COVID-19. That guy. I strike you down or whatever the fuck he says. He had something to say. And this is where the meat of the shit I'm going to get into. I'm going to show you what Kenneth did. Then I'm going to take a break and I'm going to show you more shit after that. But so Kenneth televangelist kenneth copeland obviously today being sunday i'm recording this at 6 p.m montana time kenneth copeland at his service today brought up biden's victory biden's in his mind supposed victory so the headline on this is televangelist kenneth copeland laughs at the media for declaring that joe biden has won the election and will become president okay here we go Oh, that's a good taste. The media said what? <laughs> the media said Joe Biden's president. Okay, lost his fucking mind. Lost his fucking mind. If you can, look up video of it, because his face when he's doing it 
looks like Chucky. He looks like fucking scarier than Chucky from Child's Play. The little doll murderer mini thing. And what... Here's the thing. When Kenneth Copeland gets something wrong, there's no consequence. He said he killed COVID-19 in April or whatever. COVID-19, meanwhile, has now reached 500,000 deaths in the US or something. No, 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 uh, worldwide. Today, I think that was the number. Is that right? I don't know. Some, it's not going away, you know? Nobody ever fucking mentions that. His, his fucking shit is filled up. There's so many people in the fucking crowd. And everyone's doing it with him. Ah, ha, 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 how fucking crazy are you? I see that shit like that. And I'm just like fucking. They are jerking two guys. Everyone can jerk two guys. To this song, I jerk two ooh, ooh, guys. You know what I mean? Uh, all right, I'm going to take a break and then we're going to get into some more fucking crazy ass denial shit and uh, some other shit that makes you go okay don't go anywhere Matt D'Elia is confused we'll return right after the break and I'm back and it's fucking freezing pretty cool how anytime I record it's either blisteringly hot like it is in my home recording room or if I'm in a fucking weird-ass hotel in, in Montana, it's freezing. One of these days, we're going to get the temperature of my body mid-recording right. We're going to do that. Uh, <clears throat> interestingly enough, I mean, there's plenty to choose, but because I just mentioned, why is there no recourse for these motherfuckers when they're wrong? These crazy pastor motherfuckers, these prophets. By the way... Why are fucking televangelists and pastors so fucking political? What the fuck? I mean, I know the answer, but why is that not suspect to people? If you turn on any, any televangelist, you can guarantee they're going to bring up the godlessness of Joe Biden. And how Trump is God's choice or God's anointed one or whatever the fuck. Um, Joe Biden's been a fucking Catholic his whole life. Donald Trump's never been in a church until he decided he was going to run for president and needed to pretend like he went to church. Like when they asked him what his favorite part of the Bible was and he said, I like all of it. <laughs> oh, fuck. And he got away with that. He gets away with whatever. It doesn't matter. Mr. Trump, what do you think about this? I hate everyone. Still vote for him. Wouldn't matter. Not me. I'm just saying. There's 70, 70 million people who voted for him still would. All right, anyway, speaking of how these guys don't get called out for their fucking horseshit that they always spew, I guess I'm wrong because Hank Kuneman, a guy who I've talked about before, how I, I believe Hank was the guy who said the fly on Mike Pence's head during the VP debate was from God, obviously, and a good thing from God. Not something that, you know, flies are synonymous with death and shit. It didn't mean that, obviously. The symbolism of the fly landing on Mike Pence's head, according to Hank Kuneman, was positive and a sign that he was going to win. Donald Trump and Mike Pence were going to win. All these fucking crazy right-wing pastors and so-called prophets predicted, prophesied that Donald Trump was going to win. Some of them prophesied he's going to win all 50 states. Didn't happen. Um, okay, so here's Hank and he's getting pissed. Listen. We cannot afford 
empowered by our fear, getting on social media and, and, and typing out the prophets have missed it. The people of God have missed it. I can't believe uh, and trust preachers anymore. I can't trust it. I stop it. You're agreeing with the 10 spies who came back. Yes, with an evil report. And that is an evil report to attack the prophets, to attack the vessels of God and those who are in fact hearing from the Lord. We want to be keyboard warriors. We want to tell off the prophets. And I'm asking you this. Why are you attacking the prophets, the, the, the intercessors, the Christians, the positive voices, no matter who they are, even on the media that are wanting to see Donald Trump reelected? Why are you attacking them? You ought to be attacking the lying media. You ought to be attacking the liars that are wanting to strip our freedoms from this nation. I mean, so so what he's saying is that it's not right. The Bible says it's not right to talk bad about prophets. Okay. And in this case, Hank and, and co. and all of his little fucking buddies who predicted Trump was going to win. They're getting called out by the people who believed them. Fucking finally. It's about time. These people are not to be believed. And if this is what it took for some people to believe, for some people to understand that they're not to be believed, that's upsetting. But at least they know now. Don't listen to Hank. Don't stop giving him shit. Don't stop being a fucking keyboard warrior which he clearly resents about you. He resents about you the fact that you're calling him out for being wrong. About his prophecy. And speaking of all these fucking prophets, they got an answer for fucking everything. Here's Kurt Landry. And Kurt's got something else he wants he wants you to say. My word. Oh boy. Son of man, do you think that I am going to allow my prophets who prophesied Trump's second term and prophesied with all this goodness coming to this nation to be mocked by a mass media manipulation? The Lord says, no, I shall not. For my namesake, I shall protect my word. I shall protect my people. I shall protect my prophets from this evil destruction. For I shall pull back the veil and I shall reveal that which is done in darkness. For they who shift the votes and move the boxes around, those who raise the dead and the dead vote, I will expose them, says the Lord, for they may be tricking men. But they shall not trick me, says the Lord. Okay, the Lord definitely never said that about ballot boxes. So I'm just going to call Kurt out right there. The Lord never said that about ballot boxes. This is, this is, uh, as the, the, he said this, by the way, as things were turning around, this wasn't today. This was like on Friday when it, because coming, it was becoming very clear that Biden won and the media was just being very careful about calling it. I don't know why I chose to defend him, but fucking A, you know. It's not like I can make them look worse. I just want to clarify and make him seem, I don't know, give him as much cred as I can, you know? Here's another good excuse. Here's another good excuse. This is, this is Kat Kerr, prophetess Kat Kerr. And if you will remember, one of the things he had me say was that Trump would win by a landslide. Okay. Now, in man's mind, in their human mind, they already put together what they think that means. Right. But many times, as we know in the word, or even just from experience ourselves, especially as a prophet, that doesn't ever mean what man thinks it means. <laughs> Those who have been perfect. A prophecy never means what man thinks it means. Then what the fuck is the prophecy for? A prophecy is when a human sees or is given information by a higher power 
about the future. If humans can't properly interpret those prophecies, then what the fuck is the prophecy? And the guy, by the way, Steve Schultz, whoever the fuck that is, is just agreeing with her. He's like, ah, yes, yes, that's right. These are all these guys are all in it together. They know that if the jig is up for one of them, it's up for all of them. Trading the lie. They've been paid to commit lies or stealing or cheating will begin to get very nervous. They're actually already nervous. And let me tell you, conviction is going to come upon some of them in the lower levels. That's what he meant about the landslide. The smaller rocks move first, which pulls the bigger ones down. And that's what he meant when he said Trump will win by a landslide. So there's, there you go. That's the difference between revelation and what man in their head thinks that means. So what she's saying is when she prophesied that Donald Trump was going to win in a landslide once Joe Biden won. She now is saying what she meant by landslide is that in a literal landslide, the small rocks go first and take a while to build up and and bring the bigger rocks down with them. So what she's saying is, I guess what she's trying to say is that slowly but surely this fake victory of Joe Biden's will come undone. It's fucking endless with these people. It's fucking endless. It's all just a big fucking con and these dumb fucks believe it. I'm sorry, but you're fucking dumb. You're being manipulated and taken advantage of. And I still stand by my question. Why the fuck? Why the fuck? Are these people so involved in politics? And why the fuck are they all crazy far right wing Republicans? And why are they always predicting that their guy will win? abortion that's why that's the thing i'm just trying to get to the center of it there's no thing there besides that that is their thing the fuck the sanctity of life what about the sanctity of existing lives It's just for the unborn. The un- only the unborn matter to these people. Not the born. <laughs> the born identity. Here's a really good one. Here's a really good one. This was two days ago. And there's a woman, I've, I've talked about her before. Her, name, her name's Paula White. She's the presidential spiritual advisor. Who, uh, over the last, you know, day or two, three days, I've been thinking about all the people that I'm so happy to never have to see again. At least in official positions, obviously, and Donald Trump's not fucking going anywhere. But as I remember more of the people that he's made me look at all the time over the last four years, I'm reminded of how happy I am that I won't be seeing these people in the near future. And this is Paula White. And here's Paula White in a prayer session. Well, you'll get the picture. We push back every agenda that would that would release a premature satanic agenda in the name of Jesus. Anything that would that would be of an antichrist spirit, we break it right now in the name of Jesus. Every antichrist spirit, we break it right now. Every antichrist agenda that is being pushed, we break it. We override it. We overturn it. We overturn it. We overturn it in the name of Jesus right now. God, we just declare that you will keep the feet opposed. By the way, this whole time she's up on her at her pulpit, whatever the fuck. It's a big ass stage. I'm sure she has a lot of money now. She's Trump's personal presidential spiritual advisor. Every Sunday these motherfuckers meet. Okay. The whole time she's talking, there's one guy. I know you can't see this, so I gotta tell you. There's one guy 
in a fucking <laughs> he's up on the stage with her and he's on his knees facing away from the camera away from the audience praying and he's in a fucking baseball jersey and the jersey is an old st louis cardinals jersey with bob gibson's name on it what the fuck all right here's the rest of it in his position right now we stop and we override the will of man for the will of god we override the will of man for the will of god we override the will of man for the will of god even when they call cry out and say give us a king give us a king give us a king give us Saul, give us Saul, give us Saul," and you say you don't want Saul, you don't want Saul, you don't want Saul. we override the will of man for the will of god right now and we ask by the mercy and the blood of jesus that you overturn it over Overturn it, overturn it, overturn it, overturn it, overturn it, overturn it, overturn any will of man for the will of God right now. Overturn the will of man for the will of God. So we know what the will of man is. The will of man, the will of humankind, the will of humans in America is that Joe Biden's fucking president. Okay? He won the popular vote and the electoral vote. The will of man, as she would agree, but I'm just clarifying, is that Joe Biden is president. That is the will of men. That's what voting is. Men and women around the country voted for him more, way more, total at least, than they did for Trump. Though he got a shitload of votes. He lost. Biden won. That was the will of man. And she's asking that to be overturned, overturn the will of man for the will of God. Now, it's been a minute since I read the Bible. I've read the Bible. Fucking don't need to do that again. But yes, I've read the Bible. The New Testament. Where in that, where in uh, the New Testament does it say that in 2020, lowly mankind in the country of America that hasn't even been found yet by people like us, there will be a country somewhere else, and in the year 2020, which if you figure when the New Testament was written, somewhere around 2,000 years ago, a little less. In 2,000 years, there will be a country that no one's ever heard of yet. Won't even be, quote, discovered yet until 1,500 years from now. But then 500 or so years after that, the will of man will dictate that they want Joseph R. Biden to be president. But my will, what I want, is for Donald Trump to be president instead. So when that happens, followers of mine overthrow the so-called will of man and install the will of God. Thanks. Where does it say that? Don't remember. What's your favorite part of the Bible? I like all of it. Oh, here's another, here's another fella who knows all about God. He knows all about God, dude. Fucking, I'm jealous of these people who know what God wants. It's crazy. All these people know what God wants, and God really fucking wants Donald Trump to be president. Why doesn't God talk to me? It would behoove God, if this is the case, to let uh, some of Biden's supporters of 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 which there are more, almost 5 million more, at least who voted, that this is all the case. Why, don't, why doesn't God, who would like to overthrow the will of man, in this instance, according to Paula Jean, whatever the fuck, Paula White, why doesn't God tell some people like me? Why doesn't God tell some people like, uh, who voted for Joe Biden? Then they wouldn't even have voted for Joe Biden in the first place. Dude, if God, here's the thing. If God told me 
directly. Are you kidding me, dude? If God, who I don't think exists, but if he proved, if it, whatever, it, he, she proved that it, he, she existed to me and told me, listen, Matt, I know you like Joe Biden and I know you hate Donald Trump. I know you're a lifelong Democrat, have only voted for Democrats because you align with their policies generally much more than you do with a Republican, the Republican Party, which God knows all about. God knows all about politics of America. Obviously, what the fuck else could he possibly care more about? So if God, in in getting my attention, thus proved his, her, itself to me, I would believe he, she, it existed. And then God would proceed to tell me, Matt, I know what you're thinking. (laughs) I'm specifically targeting people like you. I'm specifically targeting people like you who don't believe in me. Why doesn't God do that, dude? You're, dude, you're, you're God. If you're fucking God, I'm sorry, but if you're God, you can do whatever the fuck. And you can talk to these motherfuckers. You can talk to the guy you're about to hear, George Pearsons. You can talk to Paula White. You can talk to Hank Cuntman. Cuntman. You can talk to fucking Kenneth Copeland. Why can't you talk to me? Why can't you talk to one of the 74 million people who voted for Joe Biden? If you wanted Donald Trump to be president, why don't you talk to some of us? We're the ones you need to get to. We're the ones you need to convince. Let me in on it, God. Fucking come find me. You're God. You know where I am. Tell me what's up before I vote for Joe Biden. The slightest glimpse at shit like this. And it all falls apart. But that doesn't fucking matter. It doesn't matter. It's just like belief in Trump. He could, as he said, shoot somebody in the head on Fifth Avenue and it wouldn't change one single voter's mind. Fucking exactly. Okay, here's George Pearson's, uh, who I was just mentioning, talking, he's a pastor. Oh, what a surprise. Talking about God and how God feels how God feels. This is human George Pearson's telling us how God feels. Okay, here we go. A word from the Lord. and he, So this is a word from the Lord, and he's not happy <laughs> with what's going on. He's not happy with some of these things that have been decided, and he's not happy with the, the opposite direction that he wants to go. Where abortion is concerned, oh boy. where the Supreme Court is concerned, oh boy. where religious liberty is concerned, where Israel is concerned. And he's saying, watch me work. Yes, amen. Lord, we're going to see you work yes, in this. We are. We're going to see you work in the midst of this. And we invoke the name of Jesus and take authority over the powers and the principalities and the spirit of communism that is trying to infiltrate, overtake, and attack this nation right now. You bow your knee Whoa. to the name of the Lord Jesus. Okay. You hear the voice of the Lord through this man of God. Okay. You have no authority in this. Bitch. Watch me work. All right. Uh, what I want to know, I mean, fucking George K. By the way, that guy's the CEO of, guess what? Kenneth Copeland Ministries. You're being bilked, you motherfucking idiots. But what I'm curious about, and this extends to not just re- religious people, it extends to QAnon people who say the same shit. They say it different though. They say, they say, just wait, trust the plan. They look at the Q drops. They've read the tea leaves. They know. They know. We don't know. 
us watching every single channel on TV, us listening to every single person in, in, in politics, besides hardcore Trump loyalists, every single world leader, George just mentioned, uh, talking about Israel, Bibi Netanyahu, the fucking prime minister of Israel, made a statement. I look forward to working with Joe Biden, who's been a strong friend of Israel for 40 years. Hey, man, I trust Bibi Netanyahu about Israel more than I trust you, CEO of Kenneth Copeland Ministries. It's all just bullshit you make up. But what I'm curious about is that in nine weeks, when Joe Biden is president, and everybody's talking about, when everybody's talking about, oh, what's going to happen if Trump doesn't leave? What's going to happen if Trump doesn't leave? What the fuck do you think is going to happen when Trump doesn't leave? First of all, he's going to leave. The last thing he'd ever, ever, he's the ultimate troll. The last thing he'd ever give his critics the satisfaction of is seeing him fucking perp walked out of the White House. But obviously that's what would happen if he's there when Joe's moving in. Which is exactly what would have happened if Obama stayed in the White House when Trump was moving in. Because now Trump was president and not Obama. If Obama decided, ah, you know what? Donald Trump's actually not president. I'm still president, so I'm going to stay. Trump won the fucking election, so you know what would happen? Obama would be fucking perp-walked out of the fucking White House because he would be a citizen and he'd be trespassing. So all these fucking... What is with you people? How under Trump's trance, how under Trump's spell are you? You people on the left who think, who are worried about him not leaving the White House. He's gonna leave the fucking White House. He lost and he will be a guy in the White House on January 21st. And that's illegal. So that's not what I'm curious about. That's not what I'm concerned about. That I have no concern about. And I can't tell you how many people ask me about what I think that's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. He's going to be fucking gone. And if he's not gone, he's going to be taken out because he'll be a guy. It would be like if I was like, ah, you know what? I'm actually president. Sorry, Joe. I know you won, but I, actually, I'm president. I would be brought the fuck out less delicately than they'd end up taking Donald Trump out, but nonetheless, brought the fuck out of the White House. It wouldn't be messy. They wouldn't fucking hurt me. They wouldn't fucking kill me. But they'd be like, get the fuck out. And they'd take me out. Because I'm not the president. Someone else is. And when someone else is the president, you can't be in the White House saying you're president. So I'm not concerned about that. And neither should you be. What I'm concerned about is what all these fucking denialist motherfuckers, deniers, denial river, fucking denialists, deniers, rowing down the fuck, denial river, fucked it up, but you get what I'm saying. QAnon people, absolutely certain this is all part of the plan. Just you wait. Where we go one, we go all. The storm is upon us. QAnon's kind of getting shaky. It's on shaky ground. There's got some people jumping ship. I've had two guests on this podcast who are pros at this shit. I follow them on Twitter. I see all the things the Q people are saying. Travis View and Mike Rothschild. Follow them both on Twitter if you don't already. Listen to my episodes with them if you need to know more about QAnon and conspiracy theories in America in general right now. They're both great at what they do and they dig up really, really informative shit about QAnon. And they have really, really informative shit to say about QAnon. And these people, some of them are, you know, threw their hands up. Oh my God, what's going on? This isn't the plan. What's happening? None of these 
things Q said are, are, are coming to fruition. So some people are jumping ship and some are planting their flag further in the ground. Oh, you guys don't trust the plan. You'll see. You're not real patriots. Real patriots would stand their ground. Fucking MAGA. Praise Jesus. Praise Q. Praise Trump. Where we go one, we go all. What the fuck are these people going to do on January 21st? I know what Trump's going to do. He's going to be gone. Ranting and raving on some fucking TV show. But what the fuck are these crazy people going to do? The ones that were calling everybody who believed in the Russia collusion story crazy. They're going to be crazy. It's just a fucking seesaw. We just seesaw back and forth calling each other crazy. I mean, QAnon's fucking batshit, so don't get me wrong. I'm not like, I'm not like, no one's crazy. Everyone's the same. This is not some equivalence thing. I'm just saying, what the fuck are these people floating down Denial River gonna do? Are they gonna be like, that's a hologram. This is a hologram. Are they gonna be like, the coup was successful? Q lost, Trump lost, and we need to come and figure out a plan, even though we're idiots. I mean, some dangerous QAnon shit has already spilled out into the world, but what the fuck, dude? QAnon has only been a thing as long as Donald Trump has been president and their savior is purported to be Donald Trump. So when he's out of power... Their whole premise of everything will crumble. And I know how this shit goes. It's the same shit as I was saying about these pastors. They just change and morph and their audience doesn't leave. Maybe one or two people get wise to it. And they rejoin their families in in the real world. But for the most part, the leaders of this movement, the ones who are spreading the fucking word and making money off of it, they just deviate and say, no, 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 this is part of the plan. We just got to wait a little bit longer because this has changed and we were wrong about this. And oh, the almighty Q, Trump, Jesus knows better than we do. And oh, I misinterpreted. But what he really meant is this. It doesn't end. There's no aha moment for these people. I don't know how, but it's just going to become amorphous again. Very few people will jump ship and it'll just change course. But it ain't going to be fucking pretty that much, I know. Not to end on a fucking dour note, but it's going to end either in danger to these people, to themselves, because their fucking, their whole worldview has crumbled before their eyes, and they just fucking, it's already been happening. I read something that either Mike or Travis posted the other day from a family member of somebody who believed in QAnon who fucking killed herself because she believed so heavily and then Biden won disproving everything she's fucking dedicated her whole life to over the last four years. So that's ever going to happen sometimes. And it's going to spill out into the world somehow, some ways. But I'm curious to see where the movement goes because it's not going to die. That much I absolutely know. It's going to morph. It's going to change. It's going to go down a different avenue. And it's going to be with us through the Biden presidency. And boy, I can't wait to fucking shit on him and talk about it. Our Matalia is confused. Woo! You guys hear that? That's my fucking steam heater. Because I'm in a weird fucking hotel in Montana. That was definitely built when prostitution was legal. And people have definitely been murdered in this hotel. And they haven't updated the fucking heating system so it's just steam heat. So either it's 100 degrees in here or 2. Anyway, I feel back uh, in my familiar zone because right now, because it just went on, it's 100 degrees again. So I feel like I'm at home. And on that note, I will end it. 
Uh, I think we're going to have to restock the, the merch store soon. I'm getting some messages from you that some of the shit is out of stock. So if you want shit soon, go get it. Free shipping on orders over $100 at mattdelia.com slash store. Uh, and get your shit now before it goes away. We will restock soon and everything. The shelves, the virtual shelves will be virtually filled. Thank you very much. Uh, I love you all. Stay safe. COVID's fucking getting out of control again. So style when you can. Wear a fucking mask. Style. And uh, take care of yourselves. And I will talk to you soon. Okay.